Hey there, friends. It's me, Emily, coming at you with an editor's note at the top of this episode. Just wanted to let you know we had a couple echo issues going on throughout the episode. I'm hoping I was able to cut most of it out in post, but there was a couple of spots where it was just kind of hard to scrub the audio, um, and I am not an audio whiz. I am a graphic designer, so the editing for the podcast is a labor of love and something that I am getting hopefully better and better at as I keep practicing, but not something I'm totally genius at at this point. Um, So hopefully it's not too obnoxious throughout the episode. And like I said, I was able to get most of it cut out. So there's just like a couple of wonky spots throughout. Um, But yeah, I think we got it fixed for the next a few episodes into the end of the season here, so hopefully it shouldn't be a problem going into the next episodes. Um, Also to update you, I guess, a little bit on life, I am officially done with school. My son is officially in daycare, which means I am back to having a dedicated chunk of time every week to getting these podcast episodes edited, which means that you guys will be getting podcast episodes in your pod feeds a little less uh, sporadically and a little bit more regularly. Um, We are getting back to recording pretty quick here and we'll start uh, getting season three out to you as soon as we finish getting season two out to you. So hopefully you guys enjoy and sorry that it has been so long. Bye-bye. Welcome to Podcast, a Pretty Little Liars podcast, where we're watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars, one at a time, spoiler free. My name is Emily. I'm Kelly. And I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars. And Addie is experiencing the show for the first time. This week, we're discussing Season 2, Episode 18, A Kiss Before Lying. This episode was written by Maya Goldsmith and directed by Wendy Stansler. A Kiss Before Lying originally aired on January 30th, 2012. And this is the one where after putting her foot down about Caleb with her friends, Hannah begins to feel that she's getting the cold shoulder from them. Aria, Emily, and Spencer seem to be up to something, but she can't quite seem to figure out what it is. Last week, Addie's predictions included... Maybe all the parents, except for Mama Marin and Ella, went on vacation together. <laughs> A has money, like money. Uh, Caleb and Hannah will 
Hannah will maybe break up, Ezra and Arya will start to be more honest with each other. And A, lovers quarrel. <laughs> I think the only one is lovers quarrel. Then I could have maybe gotten right. <laughs> I also uh, am kind of disappointed that each time the title of this episode was said, we said a kiss before lying as opposed to a kiss before lying. I'm really disappointed in you guys. Everything's ruined. Is there like an official when you say the instead of the versus a versus a? Like, is there a rule to that? I think there is not. But I'll look into it because that feels like something I should know as someone who will be teaching elementary children grammar, right? That you should know. I don't think there's a difference, though. I'll look it up. Stand by. There probably is a rule, but it probably is one of those that like I before E except after C, unless it's this special word that has an A sound like neighbor and way, because then it's E before I. Like, here we go. The is used before a consonant, and then the is used before a vowel, but I don't know about A and A. Maybe that A versus A. So Hannah blended the USB instead of the USB in our previously on. I think it's like one of those things that like doesn't matter. Uh, Who's doing previously on? I can do it if you guys want me to. Sure. Previously on Pretty Little Liars, money is in the lasagna. It's only a felony if they find out. You busy next Friday? Garrett and Jenna broke up. Hannah blended the USB. Making out in the street. Uh, That was Fitz and Aria. Um, Maya's got a creepy ex. Kate's going to be in Rosewood. And Caleb wants to keep secrets from Hannah. Dun, dun, dun. There's a lot of drama this episode. I had a lot of fun watching this episode. Yeah, this was good. I know that we can't always watch it together because, like, we have lives and jobs and work and play and things, but I do I do really like that every once in a while we get the chance to do it together because it is really it's really nice and fun. Mm-hmm. Also, I copied and pasted our chat from the watch party this morning <laughs> so that like I can read off some of our things uh, when they come up. Heck yeah. I just felt so bad for Hannah in this first scene where every or she calls everyone. They all hang up on her, including Caleb. Like, I get that you don't want her to know that, like, y'all are together doing your sneaky little shit. But you can answer the phone and be like, oh, you know, I'm actually just about to hop in the shower. Or, you know, I'm not feeling well. Or, oh, I have a huge paper to study for. Like, you know what I mean? You can, you can answer and then bail. You don't have to just ignore them. I also got so mad at when uh, Emily spills and breaks like that class. But I got mad at Aria for yelling like, Emily, oh my god. She knew Spencer picked up the fucking phone call. Like, you could have just been like, you didn't have to say any words. Like, we all saw who did it. Could have been normal reacting. Like, she could have just, like, hit Emily's arm. She didn't have to, like, scream her name. But then it's not dramatic. Then Hannah wouldn't know. 
have fun with you with your family <laughs> yeah tell your family i said hi Ugh. Um, and then Caleb's like the tech guy in the crime shows. Addie typed into the chat, enhance. <laughs> they were so fucking close to him. And I'm just like, let the boy do his things. When he finds his things, he'll tell you that he found them. Like, just chill. But I also love, I forget who brought up in the chat, just how clear this photo is for their like 2012 yeah. little camcorder or whatever. <laughs> You're telling me you can do this? No. Some DSLR camera quality. Yeah, we were talking about it when Hannah's phone snapped that picture of Ian's suicide note, like, last season. Or early this season. Um, like, DSLR quality, like, phone cameras. And these, like, 1990s camcorders that Ian's, like, hiding behind teddy bears <laughs> in Allie's room. I also love, you can tell from that video how very obviously he didn't hide that. Because mm -hmm. it's like, the minute he points out that there's a recording, they're like, uh, Garrett's like, oh my god, you're recording us? And I'm like, well, duh. Like, you're gonna be a fucking cop and you can't even use your eyes to see a fucking camera? In the room, actively recording you. Where are your observational skills, sir? How do you call yourself a law enforcement man if you can't even see a fucking camera? I think. What a noob. <laughs> exactly. Oh, Allie does not look 21 in that photo, by the oh, way. Not even a little bit. Um, so we find out that Spencer is sitting in Toby's truck and crying. Um, and then uh, Aria lied to the girls about her and Ezra getting back together. She told them that he didn't show up. Yeah, and he, uh, Ezra tells her at one point, like, oh, you, you don't have to not tell your friends about us. Like, I'm not asking you to keep it a secret from them. And it's like, you're going to trust a whole bunch of 16-year-old girls more than you're going to trust an adult. I mean, he's uh, clearly trusting a 16-year-old again. Yeah, he is, he is a pedophile. <laughs> His judgment is pretty off. Also, how she's, like, making out all over him while he's driving. I'm like, that is yeah. unsafe. Unsafe. Girl, she unbuckles her seatbelt. <laughs> My roommate shouted because she watched that part, like, the beginning of the episode with us. She she shouted to me. She was just like, "That's not how you safely drive." <laughs> I lost it. I was like, "You're right. You're right. It's not how you do it." It's not but then I think back to being sixteen and bubbly and fun. And I'm like, "Oh, uh, I guess I would have been like that." Now though, no. Sorry, Corey. Sorry, Corey. Road safety. <laughs> um, but also like, she so she does say to Fitz. That, like, she doesn't want to tell her friends because, like, other people found out last time or whatever. So, like, she's not telling anyone and just keeping it between her and Fitz because she doesn't want A to find out. Dun, dun, dun. So. Um, yes, but listen, to all of our younger listeners, I don't know that we have any of those, but if we do, if you have to keep your relationship a secret... 
from every single person that you know, except for your significant other, it's probably not the right relationship for you to be in. Especially if he's an adult and you are a child. And especially, especially if he's your motherfucking teacher, okay? Life lessons with Kelly. Don't trust adult men. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Don't be a pretty little liar. Unless you're an adult woman. If you're an adult woman and you want to trust an adult man, that's fine. Or another adult man. Whatever, whatever you're into. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. I don't care about you. I'm talking just to the children right now. If an adult man is trying to date you. Or an adult woman. Yeah. Don't date adults. Just don't. Just date people similar in age to you. It's going to be way better. All right. I'm done with my tangent. That's the end of my PSA. (laughs) Thank you for listening to my TED Talk. Shouldn't be a thing that, like, you have to talk about as a PSA. No, but apparently we do. Look at this show. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Hannah tells her mom that her friends are being annoying. Uh, I do too. Then Kate is a, not an elephant; she's a snake. I love uh, Mama Marin's little advice here, where she's mm-hmm. like, "You gotta behave, because like if anything goes wrong, we're gonna look like the trashy ones here in any mm-hmm. situation." I was like, Take "That the, is great life road. in life, Mama Marin." Um, and then Holden and Aria are on three dates in one week. <gasps> what will people think? I, I literally wrote They're Hunter. like a real couple or whatever. We love love. They're so cute and age appropriate. And one of them is like a genuine date too. One of the times that they hang out, they like go on a genuine date. They play air hockey. I assume they eat food. That's a date, bro. Mm-hmm. Also, I must rag on... Aria for liking green peppers as her favorite pizza topping. I'm sorry to all of you that love green peppers. Only green peppers is a little weird. Yeah, I'm not like, a pepper girl. That's not me. Especially on my pizza. Yeah, right? No, they don't belong there. I don't know. Like, I know pineapple's controversial, and I subscribe to pineapple on my pizza, but green peppers, I feel like, is more offensive. Hashtag sorry to all the green pepper fans. When I go to like Blaze or Pizza Rev or Pile, like, you know, those build your own pizza places, I'll do green peppers on my, like I do ham and pineapple and bacon. And then I do like a bunch of veggies and green peppers is one of them. Um, But it's that specifically, like I don't just do green peppers on pizza. It has to be like with other things. Kelly, remember that one time our other Emily friend ordered pizza with no cheese and just green peppers? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, to be fair, I, she means is vegan, right? Or like correct, or like, as close to vegan as you can be. I think. I think she was one. Yeah, she is. So, like, she couldn't eat the cheese anyway. But, like, there's other toppings. It doesn't have to just be green peppers. Throw some onions on there. Throw some mushrooms on there. I don't know. I don't know what people eat, but, like, just peppers? Crazy. Crazy. Um, So then A texts Hannah that Caleb is still working on the videos. I know we already talked about this, but I just pulled up the recap everything, and I would like to... (laughs) 
<laughs> I'd like to read through how they describe the girls. <laughs> how they describe the girls asking Caleb to enhance. It says, yes. oh, Caleb, how do you put this thingamajig into the thingamabob? What happens when you press shift more than five times on the keyboard? Why don't you take the blurry pixels in a photograph, magnify the pic, and then somehow reveal vital information to the plot? Can you just use the computer to explain why Arya is wearing this, <laughs> these pieces of lettuce in her ears? Yes. <laughs> oh, ear lettuce. Really, that was just a really nice thing to Everyone's accessories were huge this episode. Like, I forget who had the massive like glittery pink and black bow on later like in oh the yeah so much bigger than it needed to be mm-hmm. like spencer's um, like 1920s i'm like a paper boy wearing that cap like i wanted to like it but it yeah. was so ridiculously big Addie like types in the chat she's like spencer's hat what do we feel and i was like my heart wants to love it but i hate it like, I wish it had all been, like, one pattern. Yeah, like a like solid color. Yeah, like, if it had all been maybe, like, a dark brown corduroy, like, that would have been cute or something. Not this, like, patchwork? Again, yeah. sorry to the costume designers this episode. I'm sure they were living with all the accessories. Though Arya's I mean, earrings were too time. long. Back in 2011 or 2012, whenever this aired, that you know, could have been the style. I don't particularly remember. But I've never been particularly stylish. I remember feathers, like, the really long feather on one Ugh, side. Yeah. So That's many what feathers, those ribbon man. earrings were giving me vibes of, but they looked ridiculous. They were just so long. Yeah. And I was like, what it's a hazard. Much. What if, like, it gets caught in something? That's also why I don't really wear dangly earrings anymore. Like, that was the like, thing is, I knew somebody. ripped off. That had a hoop like ripped oh, no. out of their earlobe. Oh, me, that was me. I mean, you might know somebody else too, but I, I had my, my piercing earrings. I, you can't see. But yours, did yours come all the way out? It ripped all the way out. <gasps> Maybe it's you I'm thinking of. And it like it had to heal back together, and now my <laughs> hole is it, like still there. Like it, it's like long. But it's, there's, like, a big scar, and there's the hole is so close to the bottom of, like, like there's not a lot of skin underneath the hole um, that I can't wear dangly earrings because it pulls down on them too much, and it hurts, and I'm worried it's going to rip through. Yeah. So that was gross. I'm not a, I'm not a squeamish person, but there are, like, a few things that really freak me out, and that is one of them. I'm glad I could freak you out in this moment. <laughs> a texts Hannah and is like, FYI, Caleb's, like, call your techie boy toy off that my scent, blah, 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 blah. And Hannah doesn't just assume that that's what they were all doing together and why they were all ignoring her calls. She assumes that Caleb was working in secret and the girls were just ignoring her because they were mad at her. So it I takes mean, her a little while to put two and two together. I would have also assumed that he was working alone like I wouldn't jump to the conclusion that my friends are all working on it with him Mm -hmm. I think I would have I mean I would have in in actuality how it happened was Caleb went to the girls and said I want to keep working on this I don't want Hannah to know if I was Hannah I would have assumed it happened the other way 
I would have assumed that my friends were like, well, Hannah doesn't want to be part of this. I'll go, but we still need Caleb's help. I would like, I would think they went to him and was like, hey, help us out. And he was like, all right, let's not tell Hannah. I think that's also why Hannah got so mad at Spencer. Mm-hmm. And well, because like, that Hannah didn't want to like, go to Caleb in the first place. Oh, yeah. but And that, they all kind of pressured her. And then um, and then Caleb kept the copy of the videos uh, so that he could after, keep working on it. After even Hannah after Hannah used it in the, in the blender. blender. <laughs> um, Best way to destroy a flash drive. Also... I don't know. I don't just hand people my phone and let them scroll through pictures. You never swipe on pictures of someone else's phone. Why? The photo that Spencer had was like an embarrassing photo of Kate, right? One that she promised she wouldn't show. So, like, you're already breaking that promise by showing it, which, like, don't break promises. But why are you going to give it to someone who's upset about Kate in the photo? Like, Hannah could have just easily sent it off to herself and then done whatever she wanted with it. You know what I mean? Keep your hands on your phone. Anyway. Ah, I was mad. It was like, all Spencer wanted to do was be like, here's proof that Kate is going to be good. Like, this is why I know that Kate is going to follow the rules because I've got this, like, dirt on her. But, like, it was one photo. So why was Hannah scrolling in the first place? And like no to get phone far etiquette. Dumb. Um, people, people, girls, girls. Yeah. Also, uh, Emily's mom did a very creepy thing. Like, I think it would have been really cute if these girls weren't being like cyber bullied the way that they are. But just like, <laughs> did you miss me? Like, what the fuck? It reminded me of something that Gossip Girl would have done. Feel very Gossip Girly. It did not feel very motherly. Also, I just don't know what school would let a parent just like come in and crash school for a bit. And like, especially because we live in like a post nine eleven, post Columbine world at this point. Like just letting random people on campus. Like in my high school, if a parent was picking you up. They could go into the offices and no further. And then you had to like meet your parent at the main office to be signed out. Or if you were in the nurse's office, the parent could only go to the nurse's office to pick you up. Like parents weren't just roaming around campus. I don't think our school had like serious rules about it, but there was never any parents around. Like, I don't know that they... I couldn't tell you, oh, they could only go here. Like, I don't think that was a thing. Parents just didn't come by. I don't know. Oh, why do they need a reservation to go to the grill? There's, like, always only one other person in there every time they go. I feel like Emily's mom runs on that high anxious energy, so she's just, like, got to get a reservation just to be safe. So I subscribe to that. So (laughs) I was like, "That, that would be me. So then... Uh, mom is weird. Then they go to oh, they go to dinner, and Maya's just being like, she seemed like maybe she was high. She was not doing good. That's not how you meet somebody's mom. Well, it also just, and I think Emily pointed it out really well in it. She's like, you're like trying to get a reaction out of my mom. Like I wrote down like Maya's pushing buttons purposely because like she already knows 
mom was apprehensive about her and now she's just like pushing which was annoying and I'm like you're making like a fool of yourself and then I didn't like afterwards she's like Emily you're icing me out I was like girl don't spin this don't gaslight Emily you're being weird and you're being embarrassing. She says, you know, like, I was still a little, like, I'm still a little salty about your mom getting me sent to True North. Oh, we missed the part where Spencer at some point says, stop looking at me like one of those dogs with wheels for legs. Uh, a pretty good line. My Emily, uh, my roommate, she, when she heard that, she looked at me, she goes, if anyone ever looked at me like a dog with wheels for legs that would be so heartwarming those are adorable i want to be looked at like that oh my god oh Uh, and then spencer's wearing toby's shirt and we like we had this whole conversation in our chat about like how do you identify the hem of a men's shirt like spencer could have just been like a normal human wearing a shirt under her sweater right and like Let's say it is a man shirt. Let's say somehow you can tell. Why you gotta call her out like that? Maybe she's going through some identity searching, you know? Maybe she's not sure of her gender. Maybe she's just fucking comfortable. Mind your own business about what people are wearing. Amen. I'm just she also really sh- angry today. I'm so sorry. I don't know where this is coming <laughs> from. I just am grumpy and I am frustrated and now I'm getting heated. I'm I'm sorry. I don't know. Sorry. Welcome to the club. Feel your feelings, Kelly. Uh, But also she admitted like two scenes ago that she's been sitting in Toby's car or the truck that he gave back and like crying. So it shouldn't be that shocking that she's wearing Toby's shirt underneath. She admitted that to Aria though. I don't think she admitted it to all the girls. Oh, okay. Yeah, because isn't it Hannah who calls out? That she's wearing a men's shirt. Hannah calls out that she's wearing a men's shirt, but Arya's the one she told that she was crying. Because Arya, in theory, also lost a loved one. And I gotta gotta say, Spencer Spencer. was being real weird with Kate when they were introducing her. She's like, how do I know you? And the way she kept looking at her, and I was like, Spencer, you are, like, the least covert of any of your friends. I'm irritating like that, though, too, where, like, I'm really good with faces, horrible at names, and horrible at, like, placing people. So I could see someone, and I know you from somewhere. Where do I know you from? We also forgot to mention Canole and Maya right before dinner when... The working on the phone, and she's real dumb with her phone. Canole moves fast. But yeah, so Jenna and Noel just kind of moved on, uh, and now they're dating each other. And Addie in our chat said it's probably not hard to get over Mona with a capital A. For real, though. I mean, she's um, annoying AF. That Ugh. was really clever, Addie. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. I mean, it was just not... I mean, he he can't be missing much. Though, the way he did, like, burn her last week, or last episode with the necklace, Mm -hmm. was a little much. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I can't stand her, so... Um, So, creepy mom, let's see... 
Oh, and then mom is like really good about letting Maya come to dinner and kind of trying to get over her hangups um, with Maya, which I thought was very cute and very and like Maya progressive. Mm -hmm. um, and then we talked about PE lockers <laughs> for a okay, while. Because our PE lockers, you had to get the separate lock for them. Because in high school, we did too. There were there were two entrances to the locker room, one from the gym and then one from the hallway. Mm -hmm. And the one from the hallway was not um like it was off of kind of a main hallway, so like anyone could come in and read your stuff. But they made us all get locks, I believe. And I'd always forget my lock combo. The locks were like built into the locker, I think. Like, I don't think I ever had to bring in my own. For, like, my school locker with, like, my backpack, it was built in. But the PE lockers, we had to bring our own lock. For us, our hall lockers were built in. Our PE lockers were s separate. And our band lockers were separate. Because, um, like, there was, like, a series of small lockers right by the band room. And it was, like... It's like $7 for the year and you could rent a locker, like $10 for the year and you could rent a locker. And so a lot of band kids did that instead of using the hall lockers because at our high school, you shared your hall locker with a stranger. Ew. I had to share my band locker, but my lock our lockers were also so skinny. Oh, and then Spencer confronts Kate. She's like... I remembered every locker combination I've ever had, which is why I knew eventually I would figure out why I knew who you were. And then boob. Blackmail. Like evil, evil genius, like petting their cat. Again, Spencer's not very cornered yeah. about anything she does, though she was pretty normal this episode. The way yeah, that she reacted. All my notes for today are just, wow, Spencer has feelings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, oh, Addie feels like nobody knows how to use a phone in this show. And that's true. Everyone except for A and Caleb, basically. And even then, it's just like, there really wasn't much to do on a phone in 2012. Unless yeah. you had, like, the original iPhone. Like, you had games, text messaging, and then if you accidentally hit the web browser and you had to hit end button, like, 8,000 times so you don't bill your parents, like, 30 bucks. Oh, Yeah. For accidentally connecting to the World Wide Web. Oh, yeah. yikes. That was a tough time. Uh, I remember. That That's where like my anxiety stems from, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Oh, man. And then um, Ezra is at his, like, old man conference or whatever. And the guy, uh, I don't know what, well, I'll just call him, uh, maybe the dean of Hollis. He was like, oh, I've recommended you as associate dean. And then yeah. at the satellite school that's going to be in Louisiana. And Ezra's like, I need like a day to think about it. And then I love how the dean's like, you weren't exactly on the board shortlist. Like, the fact that I nominated you is a big deal. Was because Byron recommended you. <laughs> and I just love Byron's like little like, hmm, F you. Because it's a good test. Because if Ezra stays, Byron's going to know why he's mm -hmm. staying. And if he leaves, he'll probably respect Ezra a bit more and be happy that Ezra's gone. There's yeah. no reason for Ezra to stay in Rosewood other than the fact that he's a toddler. And especially mm -hmm. when he's that young 
and such a career jump opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like That's like an opportunity to set yourself up for the rest of your life. Yeah, you skip that whole like tenured professor. You go straight to dean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you get that protected salary for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that I, I typed this in the chat and I forgot about it is... Emily gets all defensive with Canole talking to Maya and she says his smile takes up half his face. So <laughs> as if a big smile is a problem. Yeah. Cause she was like trying to convince Maya that he's like charming, but for like not actually charming reasons. Um, I like snake. that Holden and Arya go on a legit date because both of them didn't want to, um, didn't want to bail on each other. And this is where Addie predicts that Holden is in Fight Club. Uh, I mean, did you see this? Either it's going to be, like, really entertaining that he does something, or it's going to be, like, really effed up that his family is, like, abusing him. Because then I was like, that'll be sad, so I'm going to hope it's a more positive one. That he so started his that's own Rosewood on Fight Club. prediction list, Callie, is Holden's in Fight Club. But just the size of that bruise, like... He got beat up, and I feel bad. Also, though, maybe he just fell down the stairs. It happens. I literally fell down the stairs walking to work today. True, true. The point is, people fall down. But I feel like if he had just fallen down the stairs, he could have very easily said that to her and not been like, uh, uh, whatever. It's embarrassing, Addy. Oh my god, he fell down the stairs. I'm a, cl- I'm a clumsy ass person. I fell down the stairs in this house and my big toe is what caught me on the wall. Uh, I fall up the stairs. I drop shit. I knock into shit. Yeah, I'm kind but, of and you have a high enough self-esteem that you can admit that. Holden is a weak little boy. He's not ready. Okay, he true, doesn't love He's only 16. He hasn't grown into this. 27 year old so, so the predictions <laughs> are he's a he's a low self-esteem 16 year old boy that doesn't want to admit he fell down sometimes or he's in fight club those are the only options yeah, because we're not gonna we don't want his parents to be hitting him that's not okay no so those are our only guesses but those are like concerning bruises and also if he doesn't want anyone knowing about them why is he pulling his shirt up in public and touching it and being like, oh, and then doing well, it a got, second time? He did get pushed into that, like, he got bumped by the um, busboy into the edge of the air hockey table. So I think he was just checking to make sure, but it I was know, a but bruise, the second not like time an he, open wound. So I don't but know the why the second it time to be he pulled it up, like, you saw the whole, like, the big bruise, and Arya's like, hey, now. Yeah. I don't know. They're just. Yeah. So then um, after their, after we see their date and see Arya in a healthy relationship for like 30 seconds, um, we go back to Maya sabotaging dinner. And this is where we have the like, oh no, bisexuals are scary conversation. Oh, I was just being dramatic and I said, we're all really terrifying and we have fangs. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it plays out that, like, Maya kind of calls Emily out on, well, maybe it's you're just insecure about me dating other people. she's 100% straight up gaslighting Emily's valid concern, though. She totally blows right by that. And this is why I don't like Maya a lot of the time, because she's 
very much pushed Emily's concerns and feelings aside to be like, mm, no, I'm cool. Like, hold up. You're being crazy. Yeah, well, and the fact that like Emily tries to Emily tries to call out Maya's insecurity of like you were just trying to push my mom's buttons to get a rise out of her. And instead of just being like, yeah, I was pushing your mom's buttons because I'm still salty that she got me like she narked on me. Um, she tries to like turn it back on Emily and, and do exactly what you were saying. Addie. just be like, mm, yeah, but you're insecure because, uh, because you don't like that. I date men and women. And I like Emily flips it back and says, it's not, that's not what I'm concerned about. I'm just concerned about like, you have a lot of choices. Why are you choose like, you know, why are you choosing me? And it is, it, it is like Emily's insecurity, but she's not like, um, she's not trying to like sabotage the relationship because she's insecure about Maya dating men and women. Yeah. She's just trying to be like upfront about what she's worried about. Whereas Maya, Maya can't take any type of criticism. Yeah. And she likes to throw whatever Emily's issue is right back at her to deflect. Mm-hmm. See, and I'm not supportive of those types of relationships. Yeah. Y'all can be with people that you can be honest with and they can be honest with you. You don't have to be miserable and held hostage to someone else's toxic, unhealthy emotions. Preach! I also like that um, Maya eventually gets to the point where she tells the truth. But, like, it takes Emily kind of like, no, look, this is what is really going on on my side. I'm straight up just talking about my, like, you pushing my mom's buttons at dinner. Like, this is not, you know, like, all of Maya's conversations are kind of like, um, like, double entendres in the sense that, like, she's got, like, an underlying thing. She takes everything and, like, piles it on to each other. She can't deal with things one at a time. You know, right. whereas Emily is like, no, this is the current problem. This is what we're discussing. This is what we're dealing with. Yeah, like it can't just be about mom and dinner. It has to be Emily's insecurity underlying or, oh, Emily, like, it's like Maya trying to sabotage the relationship herself almost. It's like, oh, well, you don't want to be with me, so we just don't have to be together. Like, it's fine if this is, you know, if me being bisexual is a problem, then it's a problem and we can't be together. And it's like, well, no, that's not the problem. The problem is, like, you didn't have to be talking about it at dinner that way in front of my mom. You didn't have to be a jerk. They also never used the word bisexual. Just also true. They, they never use that. Not wrong. They never explicitly say... Like, I'm dating men and women. It's, I had a boyfriend. I was dating a guy. You know, not, I, it's not an active thing that she does. I thought in the conversation um, that her and Emily were having, she said, you're uncomfortable with me dating men and women. Was that the phrasing? I might have misheard. Let me look it up because now I want to be sure. Um, But also I wonder too, if like from a writing standpoint, the reason they're so vague about it is because like in society at the time, putting gay and lesbian couples in TV shows was already like a little bit taboo and all that kind of stuff. That's true. I am looking at this from a 2021 lens and it was 
20, what did we say, 12 in the school? 2012, yeah. 2012. And by erasure is a thing. You're right. Maybe the world has just progressed more than I had thought. I think we still have a lot long way to go. And then we have, because uh, we already talked about Ezra and his thing, Caleb and Hannah finally have their, like, honesty moment. Oh, that and was my favorite moment it was moment really nice episode. to see her opening up. And then when she brought up, she's like, my mom and I are like, you know, we had a tough time last year. My mom was broke. And then I didn't like Caleb's little snud comment of her. He was like, well, what's broke? Like, our definitions of broke are very different. I was like, hold on. Like, Hannah she's is very real privileged. Like, yeah. Don't, like, not the time to make that. Like, again, I realized he was trying to understand, but you could have been like, hey, what do you mean by that? Like, you yeah. know, how bad was it? And then I like that she told him that she doesn't know who this person is that's trying to ruin all of them, especially her and Caleb. And then she brings up, you're working on that person's phone. Like, this is why I'm scared and I don't want you doing this. Yeah, I think... I think I was really proud of Hannah in that moment um, for, like, for for being open and honest. And it was, for a moment, she was a pretty little truther. And that was just, that was just what she needed to do. And I was proud of her. And it was just a healthy little, nice little relationship part. Mm-hmm. And well, and it was good. She kind of tested the waters telling him about A without like completely divulging like what all is going on with that. Um, so that like maybe she'll start warming up and telling him more things. Uh, also, I pulled up the transcript and they just reference um, Maya like dating that guy. So like uh, Emily says, you were just trying to get a rise out of her. Why else would you bring up dating that guy? And Emily says, I finally got on, I finally got my mom on board with me dating girls and you have to bring that up. It's confusing for her. And then Maya says, is the fact that I dated a guy confusing for you or for your mom or for you? So they just specifically reference that like, but yeah, that she just references dating a guy. In the past, like it is not, it is not something she will ever do again. It is not, there it is. That's what I wanted Mm -hmm. to know if it was present or past tense. And it's past. I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, and she was dating a guy when her and Emily met. Mm-hmm. So we know at the at the very least there have been two boys in Maya's life and then Emily. So she has dated three humans that we know of in the lore of the show. We've gotten confirmation of three three lovers. Well, I'm sorry to be saying that. But there was a lover's quarrel. And then, speaking of lovers, Caleb goes over and knocks on Jenna's door. And then Garrett jumps out of nowhere. He tries to hit Caleb with a car. You're a cop. You can't do that. Yeah, and I like how Garrett's so overly protective. I'm like, Jenna clearly dumped your butt. But obviously, there's a more there than meets the eye. Um, Definitely. 
And I like how Hannah and Spencer make up. And I do like that Hannah points out, you know, you acting out of desperation isn't new. Like, all of us are desperate and Mm -hmm. doesn't excuse what you did. But I do like that they make up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I like, uh, this was where I said Spencer finally feels like a human person in this episode. Um, Because I like that she goes to Hannah and is just honest with her. Like, we love honesty, pretty little truthers. Let's go. Yeah, let's keep this trend up. Um, also, uh, I'd like to point out that Addie thought that um, Holden's name was Hunter. So we have Hunter and Canole, the boys of Rosewood. I am horrible with names. <laughs> um, and did we figure out um, Holden knows that Ari is dating Ezra, but she just knows. Or Holden just knows that Ezra is the theater guy, right? Like she has told him that Ezra was the But I think because there was when they were at the theater outside, that woman came up and like brought up that Ezra was a teacher. So I think he knows that he's older and was a teacher. Maybe not specifically okay. her teacher, but that woman, whoever was meeting Ezra there. Yeah, she was Because she said hi to Ezra. Or, I mean, she said hi to Arya, and Holden was there. And I, mm-hmm. if I'm remembering correctly, I'm pretty sure they brought up that he's a teacher there. So it's, like, pretty obvious. But at the same time, I think Holden respects her enough not to ask, because he knows she'll get in trouble. And then it also allows Arya to not have to ask him so he gets his privacy too yeah if he doesn't ask questions then she doesn't ask questions and we don't talk about fight club so i like how hannah later we've actually talked about fight club a lot today emily don't lie (laughs) (laughs) well holden can't talk about fight club we can we can can speculate we're not in a fight club we can talk about fight club all we want we can we are a fight club but see, then if we were, we couldn't talk about it. Uh, tonight, Kelly is Fight Club. I know. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I'm so I'm so sorry. I like how Hannah finally tells them about seeing, or tells Spencer about seeing Allie with like the dark hair. And Allie was really rude in that flashback. Aren't you sick of just being you? So my question is if you're wearing a wig why would you go get your hair done because like they're gonna know it's a wig well i was i was wondering if he like professionally set up putting her wig on to like oh you think he is in on it that she is like she went to him to get the wig like fitted and styled and everything. I thought she was just like getting her hair done. She just showed up in a wig doing hair. I mean, she could have. I mean, until she pulled the wig off, but I was like, no hairdresser's gonna walk over to her and like wash that and be like, this is real, real hair. Right? Because yeah. wigs do not dry quickly. Um, I also think it's really gross that Allie is a Lolita to play on. Like, that's disgusting. That book is. Ugh. Wait, what happened? Yeah. She's using the author's name for Lolita to be her um her It's about whatever. it's it's about a man that's obsessed with a twelve year old girl. 
it's like a disgusting novel, but and the guy, very the well man done. that wrote it, took his name and rearranged the letters to make the Vivian Dark Bloom name, so that people would assume that a woman wrote it. I hate that. Yep, that's why I was like, mm, gross. And then I like how uh, Spencer finds that little ticket, and then uh, and it's a dry cleaning ticket that apparently yeah. they still oh. have. Which two years later, no dry cleaning company would keep that. <laughs> Sorry. And then I like how when Emily shows up at Maya's, and Maya goes, "It's really early," and I'm like, "It's really early," but you have all your makeup, all your jewelry, you're all done up. I was like, it's not, "If it's really early, like." You would have been in your pajamas. Yeah. Like, also, they were on their way to school. Well, no, because they went upstairs to hang out before school. So, like, yeah, they weren't. That's true. But so I just love how Maya's like, it's really early. I'm like, you're all ready to go. Like, it's I would have really believed you more if you had, like, a cup of coffee and you woke up like cozy this. Hoodie. Um, and then everyone gets that text from Hannah that's got the child porn picture of Kate. Uh, Hannah is what? the what picture? Child porn. Because a naked picture of an underaged person is Wait, child yes, pornography. I entirely missed the naked part of this photo. So the way they so the way they showed it, Hannah clicked on it and her thumb was over Kate's boobs. I don't think I saw the photo uh, this whole time. I thought it was just a photo of Kate looking embarrassing as a young oh, teenager. No. no, it's a naked picture of Kate in the locker room, like now, current time for the show. Then what was Spencer talking about camp for? Because that's the photo that she's using to blackmail Kate into not being mean to Hannah. But how does how does Spencer? If it's a photo of of, of Kate now, how does Spencer have it? The camp photo isn't now. The camp photo is like her with acne or bug bites or like a skin condition at camp when they're kids. That's the photo that I'm aware of. There's another photo? Yeah. It gets texted out from Hannah's phone. Yeah. So they all, everybody in the hall, like, comes up to Hannah, and Noel is like, thanks for this, Hannah. after I had to leave. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Pass me up. Let's go. Yeah. yeah, So so Hannah's in the hallway, and Noel walks by with his phone out, and he's like, thanks for this. And then the girls are like, what the fuck were you doing? Like, why do you think that was, like, helpful? Is this what you call taking the high road? And Hannah's like, "Uh, can somebody fill me in on what I did? And either Spencer or Ari or one of them hands over the phone. And Hannah sees a text message from herself to them and opens it. And it's a naked picture of Kate in the locker room. Yeah, but it also, the quote that is said I believe is what Spencer said earlier. Let's see. But either way, I was surprised all the girls were like, Hannah, you're going to be in so much trouble. Why would you do this? I'm like, why would you think that your friend would send a naked picture of someone else around with an insult? Like, A, harasses all of you. 
Yeah, I mean, the fact that it came from Hannah's phone shouldn't be beyond the realm of possibility with how tech-savvy A has been. True. Before and after, from boils to ba- boils and baggies to boring bitch. Oh, I don't know why. I know they talked about some book thing earlier, and I thought I didn't read it fast. And I was like, oh, but that lo- that sounds like something Spencer would say. But it was also mean of A to put it like that. And then it also outs Spencer. So now Kate really has no reason to hold back. Mm-hmm. But on that note... Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um... Oh, and A finds a gun somewhere. I don't know what drawer... In, Spe- in Spencer's dad's desk. Oh, okay. Um, so Addie's predictions that she made today... Are that Holden is in a fight club, uh, but my prediction is that he's a weak little 16-year-old boy who has low self-esteem and doesn't want to admit <laughs> that he fell down a few times. <laughs> but he got back up again, like the Chumbawamba song. Um, and then next week is season two, episode 19, The Naked Truth. The Neck of Truth? Naked Truth. Oh, oh I bet you Naked. Gonna come out about A. What? They did this. Everyone's gonna figure it out. A is gonna figure it out. Everyone's gonna figure out that A did this. Oh. Or not everyone, but like, I'm sure Caleb will try and jump in. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and all the girls figured out at the end of the episode that just took a, a, a few it. leaps and jumps to get there. Like, I'd really question and be like, why did my best friend send this out? Oh, that's definitely not them. Like, Especially because you're already being cyberbullied. Right. That's the thing. Is like, why would you assume that Hannah did it? Anyway, on that note, that's all the secrets we can share today. For all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at APLL Podcast. Or you can send us an email at aprettylittleliarspodcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory. We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the marvelous music. And a thank you to Anne Allen for the amazing artwork. And an extra special thank you to you for listening. Until next time, bitches. bitches.